I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 159 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, it is time for another Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood. And this week marks the one-year anniversary since I began this podcast. And in that time, I have spoken to some really extraordinary men, including NFL Hall of Famers, Super Bowl MVPs, elite entrepreneurs, best-selling authors. But I can tell you right now, there are no conversations that I cherish more than the ones I have the opportunity of having with the United States Navy SEALs. And today I have the honor of being joined by former Navy SEAL Brandon Cruz. Don't get me wrong, I love the opportunity to speak with all the members of our military. I have covered the fatherhood journeys of Army Rangers, Green Berets, Marines, Air Force, Apache pilots. I've also had a number of police officers, firefighters on the show as well. I have been truly blessed to share this celebration of fatherhood and family life with so many awesome dads. And the response from you listeners has really been overwhelming. And I can promise you this much, the best is yet to come, and from the little acorn grew the mighty oak. I did have a giveaway last Friday of Navy SEAL Chad Williams' book, Seal of God. James Salter was the winner of that, and the response was pretty good, so I'm going to try to come up with another giveaway for you guys pretty quickly here. Thank you for all of those who are monthly supporters of the podcast. I appreciate all your help and your generosity. I am still finalizing the schedule for next week, so follow me over on Instagram for the latest updates on that, at Alec underscore Lace. One dad who will be joining me here soon is Matt Roloff, the star of the popular reality show, Little People, Big World. So I'm really looking forward to that one. And I just locked in an interview with another elite entrepreneur. I am very excited to make that announcement. So please lock it in here to First Class Fatherhood. Fatherhood rocks family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me, and I'm going to jump right into the action now with former Navy SEAL Brandon Cruz. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, joining me now is a first-class father. He is a combat veteran who served multiple tours as a United States Navy SEAL. It is such a huge honor for me to say, Brandon Cruz, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, how's it going? I appreciate you having me on. Okay, here we go. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Yeah, it's, uh, so I got two two kids. Uh, my boy is uh, Dalen. He's 15. And my girl, she's, uh, she's 13, Olivia. Cool, one and one. I've got four myself and our oldest is about to be a teenager next month. So we're kind of uh, ducking for cover over here. Yeah, forget about it. You're done. <laughs> All right, what type of uh, sports or activities are they into? Yeah, uh, my boy, he's into wrestling uh, right now and uh, pretty much solely into that, uh, you know, gaming hard. <laughs> uh, they love, you know, he loves video games. I do too as well. And then, uh, you know, outdoors, we always go camping and things like that. So uh, my little girl, she's into everything at the moment. It's choir, track, competitive cheer. Uh, she's going out for the cheerleading squad on, you know, so she's she's in everything, which is uh, which is cool. <laughs> Awesome. Now, do you get in there and coach at all, or do you like to cheer them on from the sideline? 
Yeah, you know, I'm that dad on the sidelines that's probably way too loud. You know what I mean? That dad, oh, man, come on, dad, you know. Go get him, you know, son. You know, it's like, come on, bro. But so I I don't actually coach, though. Short answer. (laughs) All right, do me a favor here, Brandon, please. Take a minute just to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Okay, yeah, um, still teams. uh, Been married for which will be 19 years in May. Um, been dating since the seventh grade. Uh, my career as far as, um, still, still teams, uh, just right after nine 11. Um, I got in, I think it maybe February or March or something like that. Um, of 2002, um, in the seal team, seal team one, Iraq, Afghanistan. Uh, I think you have my boy Ryan on there. So we kind of married each other. I did the anti-piracy, uh, with him, um, and then I've done some executive protection, uh, that, which is which is where I'm at right now. So that's that's kind of me in a nutshell. Very cool. And yes, I did have Ryan on pretty recently. Uh, he's a fairly new father, but uh, yeah, he was awesome. All right, right on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Brandon, how old were you when you first became a father, and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know. So my, I had my son, he was probably a year, year and a half or something like that before I went to BUDS. Um, I had him while I was in the Navy. I was stationed in uh, Oceana in Virginia. And, uh, man, responsibility, I'd say the most, you know, that's what hit me the most is uh, having to care for a kid, you know. Like, you don't have the excuse of like, hey, man, I didn't get to get it this day or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you got to show up and do the work and be responsible and start thinking like, you know, like a grown up. I guess that's kind of what, what hit me the most, um, you know, and then you see, you know, your kid there and it's like, well, that's, that's my legacy. You know what I mean? So I've got to give him my best. That's kind of my, my philosophy, I guess, thought on that. Wow. Yeah. And that's got to be difficult, Brandon, too. I didn't realize that you were a father while you were serving and, uh, you know, you're doing so at such a high capacity with, with the teams. Did that affect you at all while you were serving? And did that play into you coming out of the service a little early, the fact that you did have kids? Yeah, it definitely did. You know, I think on the way in, it solidified what I was going to do. You know what I mean? I knew that at the end of the day, right, whatever happened, if I was going to do this, I had to be able to answer with whatever thing I, I was going to be doing. Does that make sense? You know, so if I was going through the facilities, I knew that the I would either have to tell the, the kid like, hey, I quit or I didn't. So in my purpose, I think that, you know, it helped me out. You know what I mean? It gave me something like, okay, I'm not going to let my kid know that I quit. You know what I mean? That was uh, that was something that I, you know, carried with me. So um, and then the value of, of what life is, you know, I think it's it's another big one, you know, just going through the motions of being in the facilities, being gone, being there, you know, being present having the most time, making the most out of, you know, five minutes or whatever you had with them, you know, those are always things. I think I had my little girl when she was, when I was going through like SQT or something like that, you know, I was still going through the process and, you know, had my little girl, so. Yeah, that's so cool too that you got in the fight right after 9-11. I I worked for almost 20 years in a rail yard right in the shadows of the World Trade Center there and that event really, it changed the course of so many lives. It has an impact on your life, the ripples of effect that that had on, on, you know, on my soul to, to want to go out and, you know, get some sort of recognition, you know, like, you know, some vengeance upon what, what I saw, you know, it has people jumping out of the, you know, all the buildings and everything else that carried on. I mean, what a huge impact that had on my life. 
Yeah, and thank you for your service, Brandon. I am so grateful that we have guys like you who did step up to the plate and take care of business for us. And, uh, you know, we all owe you a debt of gratitude for protecting our freedom. Mm, I love you. Um, I love all you guys. You know, it just, it means, it means that much though, you know, it really does. Like people that, it, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, like whatever you did in that time frame, you know, whatever it molded you to be, you know what I mean? Maybe it catapulted you to be like, okay, like, you know, those guys aren't dang in vain, you know, we need to come back and be like harvest, right? What's valuable in this world and, and it's fatherhood. It's, it's the little things, you know, that we take for granted and, you know, that kind of passes by as technology and life, you know, evolve. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And I think sometimes we get our priorities mixed up a bit. I drive Uber on the weekends, and I'm always hearing from the younger guys that they have this negative outlook on fatherhood and family life. And I try to tell them, hey, you guys got things twisted here. That fatherhood, it's not a death sentence. It's the start of uh, you know a much more meaningful life. Yeah, it brought me out of being like a knucklehead, you know, going through life, having these types of things that rush into your life that you want to act on, the dreams and things like that, right? You know what I mean? to really giving me a purpose, you know, and I, I guess I never knew I needed it, you know what I mean, to really, you know, because all my decisions, at least in my life, I I kind of gauge them like you're looking off the, the edge of a cliff, right? You know, you've gotten to that point, you've done the work, you know what's ahead. Man, when you look off that thing, it's all the self-doubt, everything that piles in, you know what I mean? And then in the back of your mind, though, in my mind, I knew that I had somebody to answer to, you know, that somebody is looking up to me now. You say you do these things, but will you do them? And 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 on some ways, you know, it's been a journey for him to follow. And then you figure it out on the way down, right? You jump off the ledge, it's a leap of faith, you figure it out. Very well said. Now, you mentioned earlier there that your son loves to play video games. He's certainly not alone because we're all kind of in competition with the technology right now. So how do you kind of handle screen time, social media, and all the technology with your kids? Great question because it has to be addressed, right? Like what is going into your brain? What is it? You know what I mean? So we have to, like, take control of that. Now, unfortunately for me and my job, I get to be pulled away. I, ha- I get pulled away, you know, for months, weeks at a time, depending on what it is. I still have that journey in my life that, that I'm separated from my kids. But my wife, she usually handles all that. You know, she's got this little device that she set up in the house, and she hooked everybody's phone up so you can see, like, everybody's time and things, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, managing their times or what actually they're seeing, you know, I think it's important, right? It got to a point where, you know, my kids were feeling so, like, oppressed. They asked one of my neighbors, his name is Brian, he's a technology wizard, and he's like, Brian, hey, man, like, uh, help me out. I got to get hacked over. So they, they figured a way out, you know, around some of the parameters that we set them out. <laughs> so, you know, that goes to say, though, too, you know, they have other people's phones, other people's, and, you know, you just, you got to tell them what's right. You got to tell them what's wrong. You know what I mean? And hopefully they have the gauge, you know, meter that they can kind of figure out, okay, well, this is fucking crazy. You know, I don't want to look at this. You know, I know from talking to my parents that this is bad, you know, in any scenario. I think it's too hard really to just lock down and manage all that stuff because then you become this person that you don't want. And you're like, you know, in the weeds of too much stuff that doesn't really mean anything. You know what I mean? Teach them good values. Teach them that, you know, you love them every day and support them and that's it you know it's not no no secret to what i do anyway 
Yeah, well said. And I was just having this conversation on the show yesterday. It's it's the access that they have. Even No matter what steps we take to prevent it from getting on their phone, if one kid in the school has an unlocked or an unmonitored phone, forget about it. I mean, whereas for us, when we were kids, you know, if one guy had that Playboy magazine, he was the man, that guy. You were their man, bro. You, you're like, yeah, you're like... You're like already street credit, you know what I mean? And, and those were just still photographs. A, a simple Google search now, and you get thousands of pages of, of videos of these explicit sexual acts, and it can really just blow a kid's mind if it's the first time he's ever seeing a naked girl in his life. And you know what I mean? Like, let's just go back to the day when me and you were their age, bro. You know what I mean? Like, a magazine was huge, you know? I'd look through that. It was obsessed. I knew where I hid it. It was like the secret that I was hiding, right? Nowadays, you're right, man. It's just so overwhelming. Like, if I was a kid, bro, how would I not be crazy over these things that I already have questions about? And now I get these answers. And they're not the right answers, right? Because you know that when you, you know, you take those things and you defile and whatever it looks like, you know, sex, porn, whatever you're looking at, right? Like, it takes away from the actual thing that you're, you know, you're, you're going to enjoy. You have these falsities about, oh, man, you know, the girls like this, they go crazy. But really, it ain't, bro. It ain't, you know what I mean? So, you know, as a dad, all you can do is just do your best, you know, with what you got. You know, you got five minutes, hey, you know, come over here and teach them. Like, hey, what are you looking at? And you get in the weeds with them, you know? It's a conversation, really. Damn, back then, it was the National Geographic was good enough. Right? Come on, <laughs> man. I was like, oh, yeah, in my brain, I'm watching. I don't care, dude, you know? I got to know. I gotta know. <laughs> okay, time for an important message from our sponsors, and then right back with more from Frogman Brandon Cruz. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Seat Geek. Taking your kids to the ball game is one of the greatest experiences in all of fatherhood. And now, First Class Fatherhood has partnered with Seat Geek, and you could save $20 off your next ticket purchase by using the promo code first class that's one word first class maybe you want to go to a broadway show a concert seat geek has the best prices for a wide variety of events it's a slam dunk deal dads get over to www.seatgeek.com and use the promo code first class to get twenty dollars off your next ticket purchase seatgeek.com (laughs) <laughs> well, obviously, as a Navy SEAL, discipline is a lifestyle for you, but how are you when it comes to being a disciplinarian as a father? Yeah, uh, so for me personally, I have a lot of, like, you know, things where I come home and I want to be the caretaker, the fixer, everything, you know, and I usually run into the problems of just wanting to be the dad that fixes everything, you know what I mean, and not hand out punishment. You know, sometimes that as as she's as crappy as it is, it falls on my wife, you know, she's there, she's dealing in the weeds, she's there every day. And sometimes it's over the phone. You know, hey, you know, B uh, you know, they did this, Olivia did this, you know, and I'm like, ah and it's a conversation on a phone. I know I can't be there, you know, to to really get into what you're doing, but like, let's think about this. Like, why did you do this? Like I go into a deeper discussion and okay, I know what it is to be hurting and like do things and like it's not really who you are, but you're trying to get somewhere and you have no idea what's going on. You're confused, you're rattled, you know. So I get into more about maybe why they're doing it and, and so I can understand. And, you know, different – the kids are different, you know. Like my son, like if I'm hard on him, he's super critical on himself. He's like, oh, man, you know. So I don't come with the hammer. And if I do come with the hammer, like, you know, sometimes I'm hard on him. I, try, I make sure that I go back and I try to rebuild him as best I can. Those aren't always, you know, complete and, and absolutes in my life, but I really do. You know, and my girl, 
she loves quality times, you know. So, you know, if I'm hard on her, I got to know that I've got to put some time into some place. And so, really, to the to the discipline part, you got to understand your kids. You got to understand them. You know, the what what the what they like, what they don't like, what they're good with. You know what I mean? That's that's the real trick, in my opinion, to discipline. Good stuff, Brandon. And do either one of your kids show any interest in following in your footsteps into the military? And given what you know now, uh, how would you feel about it? Yeah, you know, it's a weird question, and it's one of those things I get asked a lot, you know. But my son, for instance, you know, he's already mentioned, like, yeah, that might be the thing that I like to do, you know. Um, I don't know, you know, like, I don't want him to because I know the cost. I know how heavy it is. I know that you have to set yourself up for such a big failure to look, you know what I mean? That's a lot of pressure to hold on. And then you got the added value of what, you know, being my son is and then teams and then the legacy. And that's a lot of pressure, you know, bro. That's a lot of pressure, kiddo. But I can't understand. I won't not fan the flames, you know. Hey, I'm here. You know, you have me as a as a as a, as a guide. I will I will help as much as I can, you know. And there's going to be a degree where you've got to walk that that path. Uh, so great question, you know. I don't know really to be honest with you. I go in waves of like, you know, being a dad that would just be so fucking sick to sit up there on the stage. Hey, that's my boy. <laughs> You know, here's, here, yeah, of course, I have that. But, like, I don't know, man, like, probably 50-50 on each and a giving day. You know, I have complete pride if he was going to take over that legacy of my life. But that's not the thing that I need him to do. I want him to be him. You know, yeah. if it's not being a seal, that's okay. That's okay, you know what I mean? It's okay. I just, I want him to be him and not me. Like with my little girl, you know, she decides one day, it's like, dude, I want to start hammering down doors. Uh, okay, you know, let's, uh, I'll wrap my head around it. Let's go. You know, like, I don't want to be the dad that never gives them, you know, like, like when I was growing up, man, I, I had so much. I just wanted somebody to say, hey, dude, you're okay, bro. You're good. You're good enough to be a SEAL. You know, and I didn't have that in so, in so many degrees. You know, my dad worked all the time. You know, my mom worked all the time. It's okay. But I won't be that for my kids, you know. I want them to understand that whatever is in your life, in your heart, man, fucking follow it. Jump off that cliff, man. I mean, it's okay. It'll be scary, but you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah, very cool. And I do always wonder about that because, I mean, I think as kids, we all kind of go through that with our fathers at some point. But having a dad who is a Navy SEAL, I mean, that's got to be a lot to live up to. Does does that affect especially your son in, in a ways where, you know, he gets challenged more or even maybe gets praised more? I mean, how does that work? Yeah, both. You know, it, it is it is something for him to walk through, you know. I remember having this brother, and I related to him, you know, so he can understand, you know, so we can walk it out together. But my brother was a Golden Gloves champ. He was, you know, genius IQ, and it was hard to walk in his shoes because every day I woke up, I wasn't Brandon. I was Brian's little brother. So I understand it, you know. But in some ways, in those things, whatever it is in your life, if it's not an opportunity really to like, oh, shit, that's a lot of pressure. It's like, okay. We're going to eat this up, but we're going to take it one bite at a time, kid. You can't, you know, you're never going to be able to eat this whole shit sandwich by yourself at one sitting. You know, it's going to process, you know what I mean? You're going to have to grow. You're going to have to figure these things out. And I think just having that in his life, you know, whatever it is, you know, I don't know if I'm answering your question. I'm really rambling. But, you know, just having that mode of support in your life, you know, when I'm talking to all those dads, like that's what it is to me. You know, yeah. like my dad told me, he's like, you, you spell love to your kids, T-I-M-E, period. I don't care, man. 
yeah. ideas that I have, right, really, if you're talking about it, to get up, sit with my kid, whatever he's doing, if he's playing a video game, if he's playing, if watching some stupid video that I hate and I'll never understand. ASMR might as well be calligraphy to me. I don't ever get it. You know what I mean? The kids are watching <laughs> weird sounds, bro. You know what I mean? It's great. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I am trying to figure out what half of this stuff does, what it means. Uh, you know, I'm trying to stay up to speed best I can. Uh, but, Brandon, you have had so many accomplishments and adventures in your life. What kind of goals or plans do you have for the future? Uh, what's the next chapter hold for you? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, as far as the father, since we're on the fatherhood kick, you know, right, we're talking about raising good people in a, in a chaotic world, right, at least – at least what we they have us believe, in my opinion, you know, this all oh, this chaos is all over the world and it is. But raising some sound kids with some solid traditions and just being there for your kids. That that's my goal, you know, like I, you know, I don't care about money, I don't really care about my titles and all the things. There's you know, the chapters. My next chapter is okay, I've got these two individuals here for the next three or four years. And then they're out, and then they're gone, you know. And then after that, I'm I'm hoping to be a part of their life, you know, whatever it is. Hey, man, I'm I'm there, dude. Like your success, your failures. We're, we're all here to pick up the weight, you know. If I can show them that, you know, like hey, when you're down, when I'm down, because I have down times too, you know, like getting up, not feeling worthy, and looking at yourself, you know. I put out a lot of stuff about being fucking the dude and savage mode, you know, going out and chasing your dreams and crushing everything and all the nose to get there but i got to be honest with you there's times when i just can't get there in my head struggling fuck me what the fuck it's crazy you know you know having lowest times when you want to hurt yourself you know and just dude it just the goal to me is to stay steady enough and to to really just pour into my kid's life that at some point when when we have this this interview you know 10 years down the road you can be like okay well well, you can ask my kid what, what, you know, what helped him out. Or you can ask me, you know, because he's crushing life, you know, or my girl too, you know, that's, that's the goal. Well said. All right, Brandon, last thing I want to hit you with here. I'd love to ask all the dads I get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? You know, if, if I had one thing to lead to the next group, you know, like whatever it is, you know, really like, you know, tell your kids you love them. Right. Uh, I had, the 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 experience to feel that last time when you might have to say hey man i love you i don't know if i'm gonna get to talk to you again there's things that run through your head like fuck man i should have done more stuff like oh don't wait if i'm speaking to your heart don't wait you're a good dad just go out and prove it just go out and be you just go out and pour your lives into these kids because it's everything is worth it Spending those times at the counter playing with G.I. Joes in the dirt, making my wife crazy, to those times to now, to my kids, he sees it, and he's like, oh, Dad, we're vibing. We're understanding each other, and it's been a lifetime, you know, and I, I get to watch him grow. I think that that's it, you know, is just, uh, just tell him you love him. Show him you love him. Be there. Get up. You know, do those things. I think that's it, bro. You know, I mean, you know, love, you know, not, not – worrying about so much so many things like what they're going to be but just being present right you know and being patient with what they're going to be or what they're going to do you know what i mean and 
and, and really just, you know, being as solid as the ground you stand on. You know, I think that that's one of the things I loved about my dad. You know, it wasn't that we had these great conversations or all these, you know, extreme moments. I know when I'm hurt, I'm like, Pops, man, and he's there. Awesome. I love your advice. This has truly been an honor for me. You are a first-class father, and I got to say, Brandon Cruz, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Oh, I appreciate you, man. Uh, just, again, thanks. You know, I always have a lot of crap to say, so if you give me an avenue to say it, you know, I'm able to vomit on everybody, and I hope it, I hope it touched somebody. Okay, I'm back with some final thoughts in just a second here. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Brandon Cruz for giving me a few minutes of his time. That was so awesome. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM over on Instagram. I always love reading your feedback. And then lock it in. Next week's going to be another exciting week full of content. I'm still arranging the schedule, so stay with me over on Instagram to find out all the latest announcements. I can tell you one little hint here. One of the dads I'll be interviewing next week is an actor who portrayed a father that I already had on the podcast here. So it's going to be a very uh, full circle here on the podcast next week. It's going to be very enjoyable. So lock it in and enjoy your kids out there this weekend. We got all kinds of extra daylight. The weather's getting better here on the East Coast, so enjoy it while you can. That's all I got for you guys this week. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.